Welcome to Scats Chats, your destination for inspiration. Each episode, I chat with mental health professionals and everyday people just like you and me to talk about various wellness topics and the human experience. Get ready to feel inspired with another episode of... So thank you so much, Krista, for coming on Scats Chats. I'm really excited that you're here and, you know, that you... You know, I'm sure you have a busy schedule being a mom and coming on this podcast is just taking some time away from all of that responsibility and stuff. So thanks so much again for coming on. We're going to talk today about decluttering your space and how that really affects your emotional state and your well-being. So I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself, say a little bit more about what you do and why you started Motherhood Simplified. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Mm -hmm. Um, I, yeah, motherhood simplified. I've simplified everything so I can do things like this. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I love, I love to do them. So motherhood simplified is just the, it's essentially the community that I created to help moms declutter so that they can simplify everything else in their life. Because like nothing about motherhood or raising kids is simple. Mm -hmm. And I accidentally discovered that like, if I could simplify my environment, and the stuff inside of my home, which is where we spend the majority of our time, even when I was like working outside of the home, like my home and the walls of my house are like the hub of my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I accidentally figured out that <laughs> that can make or break my days as a mom, which essentially yeah. makes or breaks my entire season of motherhood and my whole entire life and all of my relationships. Um, so yeah, I teach other moms how to do that. And the long story short is that in 2013, my husband and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida, which is where we were both from. Mm -hmm. And we had three kids at the time and it was just more affordable to rent a furnished house in Florida than to ship all of our stuff. We were, we were, you know, young parents and broke. So we're like, we'll just rent a furnished house Mm -hmm. and get rid of our stuff and start over essentially. And that's what we did. So I decluttered everything down to what fit into our suitcases. We had one suitcase each, which for our three kids was basically a suitcase of toys and then a couple <laughs> suitcases of clothes. <laughs> Can't forget about the toys, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just like one suitcase of their favorite toys. And we started over and my life, like my day-to-day life in Florida was completely different. And I thought it was because, you know, I was like cold and dark, miserable Alaska to living on literally on the beach. Mm-hmm. And It took me about four, almost five years until we had our fourth baby to realize it wasn't the weather that made it easy. It was that my house was simplified. Like I could go to work Mm. and do everything that I have to do in a day. And I could come home at the end of the day to my house and just be with my kids. Like I just had to make dinner. It was really easy to clean up. And then it was really easy to play with them. It was really easy to put them to bed. And then when they were in bed to hang out with my husband or work out or do things like actually uh, focus on like our budget and our finances and mm-hmm. our communication. And I, it was, yeah, it was, it was really profound. I didn't really understand it until several years later, like I said, when we had our fourth baby and I was just kind of like, why is this so different? Um, and I was, I had a bunch of friends who were having babies at the same time 
as well. And so I was like, do you guys want me to teach you how to like simplify your house? Cause it's a game changer. And they were like, yes, please mm-hmm. do. And that's how motherhood simplified started. Yeah. Interesting. And I know you have your own podcast as well. Um, motherhood simplified. So that's amazing. If, and we'll give, you know, a little plug at the end, if people want to go check that out too, but yeah, that's really interesting where, um, just kind of when you're immersed in like a new simplified environment that it really helps to like, for me, for example, I'm not a mom. Let's, I'll just preface that. So totally different scenario, you know? Um, but I have my desk here in my room, um, to when I was, you know, doing school, school worker, I work from home, um, you know, I'm on a hybrid schedule basically. So I work home three days a week. And I noticed that when I am in a clearer space, it helps me to focus more and get things done more, I guess, be, what's the word? Um, more productive. But when I have like, you know, laundry piled up on my dresser that I need to put away or just things on my bed that just are there because it's a clearer space to put them. I notice that I'm like less focused and I'm more like cluttered mentally too. So I guess it really does depend on, you know, how your physical environment really affects your, your like, you know, productivity in that same way as well. Do you experience that too? Yes. Yeah. And I think like like at the end of the day, humans, we interpret our entire world through our senses, Mm -hmm. um, visually, right? If you, if you're able to see, cause I have some, I actually have some blind moms in my community and they talk about it in a different way. Um, but yeah, when you walk into your house or you're sitting down and trying to work or study or focus and you see those clothes on there, essentially what's happening is your brain is processing that as a to-do for you, mm-hmm. something to pay attention to, right? Yeah. At the, at the bare minimum, it's something that you have to pay attention to of like just noticing it, but because you are a human and you can think complex, you can have complex thinking. It also just silently is like a to-do list of, oh, I've got to study. And then I've also got to do the laundry. And then I've also got to catch up on that pile of bills or that stack of papers, Mm -hmm. or I've got to go through those shoes, or I got to go look, whatever it is for you. It's essentially running to-do lists in the back of your mind that do distract you. And they do eat up your mental even your emotional bandwidth too, to some degree, it affects everybody differently. We've all got our own thresholds. Mm -hmm. Um, But like for me, the more kids I have, right? The less I can tolerate in my physical space, like the less, the less messes I can tolerate because my kids are demanding my attention in the same way, right? Like Mm -hmm. they're around, I have to pay attention to them. I've got to give them, I've got to think about them. Like, what do they need? Are they hungry? what's going on with school? Like my oldest kids are teenagers and it's like, what kind of relationships dynamics do they have going on that I need to like emotionally support them with? Mm -hmm. So having piles of stuff around my home that I have to like catch up on or clean up or try to organize, I just, I don't have space for it. And it does impact people, um, whether you have kids or not. And like, have you ever traveled to like Airbnbs or like stayed at a hotel? Uh, A hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, it's nice when you get to the hotel because mm-hmm. everything is like taken care of, right? Everything's in order. Like everything has a place, like it's easy to be in. The drawers are clear. So you can like put your stuff in it if you want to mm-hmm. do that. But um, I always try to tell people to think about how you feel in that kind of an environment, right? It just feels like, oh, I can think, right? Oh, I can focus. A lot of us will actually leave our houses to go <laughs> study or to go work because you're yeah. like, I can't even think here. So Yeah. Long story short, it does it does affect your your productivity and the way that you think and feel. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, really quick, I wanted to go back to the hotel thing just because I recently did come back from um like a two day, one night um vacation type of thing. Um, but I noticed kind of going on that side route of like there are the drawers and the things where you could put like your stuff in if you wanted to. But like for example, if you only stay one night, I feel like people kind of live still out of their suitcase and kind of like I don't know how to like describe it, but I feel like it's a lot of, it's a thing that a lot of people do and not like put away things in the drawers just for one day and like have all your toiletries just like scattered on the um you know on the bathroom counter. So even when you travel, it's kind of like we're still in that habit of like putting things in piles. You know what I mean? Like do you ever experience yeah. that too, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, I think um like for that it's just like is it worth my time and effort to like put yeah. it away or not? Um, but I also think that even if I'm staying at a hotel, cause I like to go to like Airbnbs, like just mm -hmm. a couple times a year by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I fully unpack and sometimes I don't, but even when I'm in those spaces that are already clean and clear and like orderly, my messes on top of it, like don't really bother me. Like they would mm -hmm. at home. Like if I have all yeah. this other stuff going on at home, just because like, there's nothing else there. And I think that is like, what I teach is how to declutter without like becoming a full-blown minimalist and being like really extreme or rigid. Um, like you can see it in the background here. Like my kids have their toys out and stuff, mm -hmm. but it doesn't bother me because everything else is simplified. And I know that when it's time to clean up or like, I know that when we need to get focused or, you know, get ready for school or whatever, it's really easy to just take care of that stuff. Like it doesn't have to be completely orderly because I'm not by nature, like mm -hmm. super organized. And even after decluttering that, I'm not type A in, in that way. Yeah. Um, so I guess it, it becomes supportive of you. Like if you are that way and you like to have it all in order, you can. And if you're not that person or, you know, you do have kids or you live with other people, it's not a huge deal either because it's like you've got bandwidth to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. And like everyone, yeah, has that different level of comfortability with organization, I guess, and like clutter, if you will. Because I know... It it's such like a um such like a I feel like it's like a politically incorrect thing to say, but like people sometimes are hoarders and they're comfortable with that. You know what I mean? So I think it just really depends. But this whole concept of yes, having a clear space really does affect your your emotional and I guess also too physical environment as well. Um to just keep clean in general really affects us. Um but yeah, that's true that people have different, I mean, I know someone personally, I'm not going to say who it is, but who, you know, has little things piled up in the corner in their house. And I'm just kind of like, you know, you could take some time to like go through that. And also I feel like if people have still clutter, they're not really motivated to go through it because it's piled up so much. Mm -hmm. Do you have, I guess, clients out there who, you know, are not motivated to like tackle that because- they just think it's okay how it is? Uh, yeah, I think there's there's like two, two types of people. There's mm -hmm. the people who that's all they've ever known. And so they do, you know, regardless of whether they recognize it, they're just not aware of it, right? They're like, this is just how it's always been, right? It's how I grew up or it's just how I've always been. This is what I see everybody else doing. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's normal to them. And just because they're used to it, and they don't know anything else doesn't mean that it doesn't affect them, right? Because a lot of times 
um, especially for women and especially for mothers, like we have these big feelings of like overwhelm burden, mm -hmm. um, even thing feelings, I'm not going to say like diagnosed with, but feelings of like depression or feeling stuck or feeling anxious. And we think that it's like something's wrong with us, right? Like we're just not good at time management. We're not organized enough. We're not clean enough. We can't figure out how to like be an adult, right. Mm -hmm. Or whatever it might be not realizing that the amount of stuff in our house <laughs> is impossible for anyone to manage. Mm -hmm. And like you said, when you're sitting down to like try and study and focus and you're distracted by stuff around you, you might, you probably will default to telling yourself stories like, I'm just not smart enough, right? Or I'm not good at studying, or I have to try way harder than everybody else. And a lot of times, almost every single person will be positively impacted by reducing those mental to-do lists in their mind. Um, and then there are some people who are aware that it is a problem, right? They're like, there's too much stuff in my house. Like it is overwhelming to me. They can articulate that and they're aware of it to some degree, but it's so overwhelming to them that they don't know where to start, right? And not only is like the, the work that they have to do, like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Like, what do I get rid of first? They're also overwhelmed by like the feelings and stories that they have about it of like, well, what if I need it? Or I spent so much money on this and I'm afraid to let it go. Or I grew up with parents who never let us get rid of anything. Or mm -hmm. I grew up with parents who threw my stuff away behind my back, right? I would come home from school and my stuff would be gone. Um, so in that way, they know it's a problem, but they're too overwhelmed by it. So yeah, did that help? Did that answer the question? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think also there's a, a big like kind of going along the lines of that of like emotional attachment we have to things too. Um, yeah, the same person I know. Again, I won't mention their name, but they listen to this podcast. They probably know who they are. <laughs> um, but this person I know, um, they have like a huge like emotional attachment to things. Um, like, I don't know, let's say like a, like a regular coffee mug, for example. Um, they may not use it every day, but they're like, oh, you know, this reminds me of a time when blank or this, you know, um, I got this from X, Y, and Z trip. So it's kind of like you really have to balance that. And how can we get through that, that difficult, um, those difficult emotional attachments when we try to declutter or even like get rid of or donate things like that? I uh, got yeah, great questions. So I think it's really normal, again, like just the way that humans are, we interpret the world through our senses. And for a lot of us, when we see things, it reminds us of a moment in time or it reminds us of a person. And I think that's super normal. Mm -hmm. um, and the reality is that we, we can't possibly keep everything that we ever bring into our, into our lives and into our homes. Um, it's just going to eventually become too much. And, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with this? Okay. Um, okay. I remember. <laughs> um, just, decluttering is just a series of making decisions and like getting rid of your things. And so the best way to start is with something really simple um, and something that's like not emotionally charged. So the places that I usually recommend are like under your sink, whether it's like under your bathroom sink mm. or under your kitchen sink, because you're likely not going to come across something of like, wow, they wrote me this letter or this card was from them during, you know, a really hard time or whatever. It's like, oh my gosh, why do I have four bags of half used cotton balls? Like I can put this all into one bag and clear up a lot of space, like right off the bat. Or maybe you've got expired cleaning products or like mm -hmm. expired cosmetics and lotions and soaps or candles that are like, 
they they're three quarters of the way burnt and you're just like you got to get rid of it right <laughs> yeah or or a spice cabinet just somewhere where you can make those decisions re- pretty simply without overthinking them and then experience the positive feelings afterward like wow decluttering felt really good mm-hmm. like i'm so happy with my bathroom now it's so much easier to be in here and it does two things it gives you a quick win so that you can like have that confidence boost of like, wow, that worked. I liked it. I can do it again. But it also gives you experience in decision-making so that as you go through, you know, things that get a little bit more emotionally intense, right? Maybe it's your wardrobe next. You can be like, you know what? Like I got rid of that stuff Mm -hmm. before nothing bad happened. It was actually really nice. I know that this is like a bigger decision, but I, I know it's still going to be okay. I know I can still do it. I know I can still get rid of things and it'd be okay. And just kind of gently move yourself. Um, it's a, it's a skill. So yeah, just like practicing it and taking yourself a little bit outside of your comfort zone, but not too far. And slowly you'll be able to get to a space where you can make those decisions on the bigger things, but also you clear up space in like your everyday home and life. So that you can display those things or keep those things mm-hmm. that really do mean something to you in a way that actually honors the memory or your life story or the person or whatever it might be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And going back to um, like the clothes thing, I have a problem with like going through my clothes and, you know, if it's something that I haven't worn in six months, but I still want to keep because it's really cute, you know, and oh, maybe I'll wear it sometime. But um, that's definitely something that I think a lot of people can relate like on a, on a, smaller scale too, just like going through clothes and things like that as well. Um, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense. And, um, yeah, I was doing some rearranging <clears throat> in my room, um, the other day and I'm kind of like a crystal girl. So I have like, you know, my little crystal area. Um, but I kind of arranged it to where I brought more things out that were kind of in boxes, but I also put things away and it feels more of like a, like a feng shui. I don't know. It just feels better for some reason. I think maybe not just decluttering, but also rearranging some things and kind of freshening up the energy in your own space can help to, um, maybe, I don't know, be more creative. Maybe I'm reaching a little bit, but for me, I guess I felt a difference with rearranging some things too. Yeah. No, I don't think that it's, I'm glad that you brought that up because I'm also a crystal. Hey. Yeah. Also a crystal girl. yeah. <laughs> nice. um, but yeah, there is also something to be said about like shaking up the energy, like mm-hmm. stagnant energy um, in your space. That's one reason that I like to declutter too. I just do things like as I see them, but I'm like, oh, like things are kind of dusty and dingy. Like I can wipe it down real quick, just like move things off, wipe it down real quick, put it all back. And it's like shiny, sparkly new, and it just feels better. It feels more inviting and like energy is attracted to like mm-hmm. clean positive energy right and so yeah. I'll do that like with my doors and my windows and or my kitchen counters or even in the bathrooms that get like super dirty it's just a lot easier to clean those things up and to me energetically it makes a big difference I know maybe that's not true for everybody but it is true for me <laughs> yes because we're a crystal girls like come on exactly, exactly. I'm so it helps said that. <laughs> move around yeah exactly yeah so i think it it really i guess starts with you know knowing that there is going to be some sort of positive you know feelings after the fact that you clean and there is you know a a purpose and a reason why these things are good for you and will help you like in the long run, just even if you don't work in the space that you are living in, even when you just 
sleep in your room and that's all that you do, you know, just a bed there, no TV, but you have things around. It's like, you know, that will help you make your space a little more, you know, clear and a little more zen for you if that's what you're going for. So besides those tips, is there anything else that I guess, any tips that to help people kind of start with this whole process, even if it seems totally overwhelming or a little bit more doable, you know, how can people just kind of start with all of this too? Yeah. Um, I think I would just, to, to keep it really simple, go back to like starting with something simple mm -hmm. under your sink, bathroom sink, kitchen sink, maybe your laundry room cabinets or whatever, or a spice cabinet, just something small. I would recommend that. And then uh, just the last thing I would add, since you did mention like crystals, is that it is like decluttering and clearing your space, I think deeply impacts your subconscious, which then uh, has a really deep and big impact on your emotions, but also like your intuition and your ability to connect with not only yourself, but like everyone around you. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest benefits that I've enjoyed from decluttering is like having that cleared up space and just feeling internally like it, it like it has cleared up a lot of things internally for me too. Or mm -hmm. when things get messy internally, it's easier to process it out. Because um, I know a lot of people usually say like your external world reflects your inner world, but I actually think that it's easier to change your external world, your environment first, and mm -hmm. let it impact your internal. So they do go, I mean, it goes both ways, but I think a lot of times we focus so much on like, I've got to fix all these things within me first. And it would be so much easier. And I've, I've seen it happen for the moms that I work with, but I've seen it in myself too, that change the external stuff first. It's way easier <laughs> to just like declutter a cabinet mm -hmm. um, and have it naturally impact you internally. So I think that would be, yeah, just the last things that I would leave it with. Yeah. I think um, there was one more point that I mentioned, uh, or not that I mentioned, that I thought of, but I think with also starting one area, you get so motivated and you feel so, yeah, I guess like, you know, positive after that you want to do something else that same day. I remember when I would clean when I was younger too, just like declutter my toys or whatever my space. I'm like, this is so fun. Let me take like three, four more hours to continue <laughs> with the rest of my room. Cause it's like, it's that addicting kind of positive feeling. And like, I'm already started. I'm kind of on a roll. Why not do the whole thing? Um, so I don't know if you've ever experienced that too, but I think it's like very um, motivating when you start one area, you're like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Let's start with another one. Yeah. Yeah. It builds momentum. Yeah. Momentum is the perfect word. Yeah. That yeah. I was looking for. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. Where can people out there find you, find your podcast, um, find any, you know, more tips and want your, um, more, you know, more help from you as well. Where can people find you out there? Uh, yeah. Uh, motherhoodsimplified.com mm -hmm. is uh, my main hub for everything. It's got the podcast. It's got blogs if you prefer to read. It's got a free workshop, uh, courses. It's got everything there as well as like social media. So I've got a Facebook group um, that's pretty active and Instagram I'm getting more active on. So <laughs> Awesome. Great. Yeah. I think um, social media helps people, you know, connect as well. Um, and Facebook groups too. I really have noticed that there's a, you can create a really good community through Facebook groups. So that's awesome yeah. that you have that. Yeah. We've got like 44,000 moms, I think. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Community, Facebook groups are different. Um, you can just have like different kinds of 
conversations than you can like on Instagram and Instagram is really great for other forms of content. But yeah, for, if you like community, um, the Facebook group, come join us in the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. Sounds cool. Well, thank you so much. And you're welcome back anytime. If you have any other topics or things that you think might be worth, you know, for people to listen to definitely, um, along this topic as well. Um, and yeah, welcome back anytime. And thank you so much again for coming on the podcast. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay, now how do I stop? Okay, there we go. <laughs>